Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Coffee Break. I'm your host, Officer Trevor Macy. And I'm your co-host, Officer Chad Ditch. And we are back for another exciting edition of Coffee Break. Coffee Break, bro. I think uh, this is episode like 17. I've lost count. Yeah. I stopped counting after like episode three. Yeah. That's as, that's as high as I want to count. That's, that's, hey. We're recording this good. on a Wednesday. Yes. Um, which is why one of us is wearing pink. Uh, for the record, I was wearing pink. I have a pink tie and, and a blue shirt with like pink dots on it. For you that are, are listening, I'm not wearing that now. I'm wearing why my did, traditional why, why black Why did you t-shirt. change? Why did you change? Because on the podcast, I like to be relaxed. I like to be- You can't pocket. relax in a shirt with pink dots on it? I, I, I'm relaxed right now. Hey, I was relaxed in my office earlier with my pink tie on and stuff, so- You can stay relaxed. And that. I have that, ex- not the exact pink shirt, because I don't wear yours extra is like smalls, a, Yours is like kind of hot pink. It is, yeah. No, I have a hot pink one and that one. Oh, you have this one too? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Real men wear pink. They do on so, Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. So we're uh, we're coming back from a uh, a weekend. Yes, that's how it works. You know, <laughs> there's a <laughs> yeah. the way to set that up. Right, <laughs> it is Wednesday. <laughs> it feels like a Monday, man. It does. Uh, I've been I've been lost every day this week. I was what trying to remember what I did this weekend. I cannot remember because yeah. the last couple of days have felt like you had a pretty lit um, party that you went to. Yeah, I did. I went to my uh, my grandfather had his. 78th birthday party yeah shout out papa he's uh, 78 years young had a great party uh has family up from texas um we had some barbecue some cake and uh hung out with the nieces and nephews broke a bed you please explain so i was taking a nap (laughs) because i was super tired um i was taking a nap in the guest bedroom at grandparents house and like all seven nieces and nephews ran in to play hide and seek in that room mm-hmm. and they saw me laying there like oh let's jump on trevor yeah so they all get on top of me and i'm trying to get out of the bed and as i do like extra force gets put on one end of the bed and just collapses did you smash a kid no 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 oh, children oh, oh, were harmed <laughs> but literally like as soon as it happened my grandma came walking down the hallway and my niece just pointed at me and she's like trevor did it just straight and then they you. just all took off oh, i was like wow. this is this is the worst they're such little jerks what what kind of party did you have man where you were just tired and needed to go take a nap during the party i was tired from the night before i just stayed up too late oh i got but you then i went because the party was like at like noon because oh, okay. you know it's not like a late night my grandpa yeah, yeah. goes to bed at like seven eight so <laughs> right. we get together for an early dinner and it's so about three or four o'clock in the afternoon i'm you know i'm yeah. ready for my siesta so there i gotta, go. gotta lay down that's true how was your weekend uh it was good man we just we just hung out so i have uh you know i'm at uh, i recently had a birthday so i'm 37 now still young um but at this time i think a lot of people might go through like maybe a midlife crisis or getting ready for that and stuff and you getting a motorcycle no i'm not getting the motorcycle man um Every time I talk about one, something bad happens with mm. friends or I see something on the news about something. Um, and it's I, haters don't come for me. I, I, I understand motorcycles and um, just be safe and stuff like that. I totally support everybody who wants to ride one. Um, don't but, let me forget. I have a traffic tip regarding motorcycles. Okay. Don't let me forget that. But you continue forget. your story. <laughs> okay. So um, a couple years back, my sister-in-law and her husband um, – we're buying snakes as pets and mm-hmm. stuff and they have they had a few and stuff um so i started learning more because i was like you know as n- people i was gonna say normal people but as people um people are normally petrified of snakes or spiders or something like that not but everybody 
I think a lot of people that I talk to would be. We know a certain news anchor that's terrified of snakes. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we saw that first. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so anyway, but a ball python um, was something I started to learn more about from them and stuff. So I am in the market for getting a new ball. I don't know if you're in the market, but I'm in the market to. So you like, well, ball, how does that, you python. put an ad on Craigslist saying ball python wanted? Or yeah. You go you know, to PetSmart and that's it. Well, I go, I've been going to Tails and Scales, which is in Derby. Okay. And my uh, daughter, I'm trying to get her used to it. My wife's still like, you're not bringing a snake into my house, Chad. And so I've been calling him Kevin, even though he's not there yet. And I'm saying, well, when Kevin moves in in December, you know, you'll know, yeah. you get used to him. So, uh, but yeah, that's what I did. How big do those things get? Uh, so they get like maybe four to six feet, depending on if it's male or female, but they can get pretty like thick, not mm-hmm. like a boa thick. Like, like 3C like, thick? 3C. What is that? Like thick with 3Cs? Yeah, th- yeah, you never heard yeah, yeah, right. I like that. Like, yeah, thick. Yes. So, but yeah, they don't get very big, man, and they only eat like once a week. And ball pythons are like notorious for. What do you um, feed them? Well, you can feed them live, or you can feed them frozen thawed, um, mice, rats. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, but once a week. That's it. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Pretty inexpensive because they're they're only like three or four bucks. So the snake? No. The, oh, they're, they're mice. They're mice. The yeah, I got gotcha. you. So. Put in the comments, man, if anybody else has ever had a pet snake or um, what you think about that. I had um, a garter snake when I was a kid. A garter um, snake? Yeah, I found it in the yard. Fun fact, I used to think they were called garden snakes. Garden snakes? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, wait, are they garter? It's garter. It's garter, right? Garter. Yeah, I yeah. thought they were gardener yeah. when I was a kid. I thought it was just garden. Because yeah. every time I saw one, it was in the garden. Right. Yeah. And they show up there. That's it's an easy, yeah. easy misconception my bad. to make, I think. Go ahead. That was the end of, that, that was, was it. it. That was no. I had a garter snake when I was a kid. No joke. Yeah, like from a pet store or no? I just found it. I used uh, to find just random animals. I found a turtle one time. Okay, and I named him TJ. TJ and, the uh, turtle. Yeah, I let him outside for a walk and forgot about him, and then he disappeared. <laughs> he was gone. He <laughs> he was I'm gone. done living with Trevor. <laughs> the fastest turtle alive, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he just ran so, off. Did you know the one <laughs> thing about garter snakes is when their defense is they uh, besides like striking at you and stuff. They, I forget what it's called, but they put off like a musk, or maybe that's what it's called. Musk. That's what I do too. Yeah, you just stink when you yeah. walk around. <laughs> so. It's my defense mechanism. Yeah. I get nervous. So if it, it smells a little stink in the office, it's Trevor's nervous. You about know, something. I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm stressed I'm, out. Very good, man. Very that's good. why I have my own office. Yeah, but there was a there's another snake that uh, will play dead. Yeah, and like no matter moves. how many times you roll it back over it'll just flip back over on its back and like open its mouth so up. a hog nose snake does that those, those are pretty cool yeah because it'll even like open its mouth up and let yeah. its tongue stick out to yeah. play dead it yeah. literally just it's the most ridiculous thing yeah because you'll you'll roll it over and it just keeps rolling over yeah and you, you're clearly not dead yeah but you're really committed not that this is a fun fact about snake show but this hog- is like totally a snake <laughs> yes. episode now <laughs> snake but week they also uh <laughs> flick their tail to mimic a uh, rattlesnake mm. so yeah interesting so if my wife is watching i know a lot about snakes so at least i'm doing my research he's basically an expert you gotta let him have yeah. a snake at this point That's he's it. like steve Irwin over here i'm over pretty here. sure pretty much i'm just gonna stay away from stingrays and i'll be all right yeah so. uh, too soon too soon too soon bro it's been like 15 years too soon anyway man it's a national treasure we've got a good guest today we do um, kind of close to home too, in, in a couple ways because he works with Charlie Davidson. Yeah, so his partner is my old partner. Yeah, and uh, that's interesting because he he and I have something in common because we share the same struggle. Really, and that we both had to work with uh, Charlie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
So I'm and excited I, to talk to him about that. I'm super excited because I was close with Charlie for three weeks, following him around, learning how to a lot about be a PIO and, mm-hmm. and how to handle core requests and stuff like that. So Tell I'm excited. But he's he also a has a he also has a really big role in another um, organization. But we'll let him talk about that. Yeah, he's pretty pretty recognizable. Yeah, a lot of people probably know who he is, uh, Detective Jarrell. I think he's here now. So yeah. Get him on and, and get the interview rolling. Let's we'll, do it. Uh, we'll get a refill and be right back. And we are back with Detective Steve Gerald. Detective, how you doing today? I am doing fantastic. We appreciate We know you are a super busy guy, but we Thank appreciate you, you being on the show. Here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Have you, take, you uh, take the question. Because uh, we always ask this question. You're not going to offend us if the answer is no, but have you, have you seen our podcast or, or listened to it? Uh, I've seen the advertisements for it. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll take it. That's a positive, right? That's right? a win. That a That's a win. We're reaching our target audience. Right. So the podcast is about um, letting the community know who we are as an individual, mm-hmm. right? Not just your rank and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, you've done a lot for the department, been on the department a long time. But tell us, who's Steve Gerald? Uh, professionally, Steve Gerald is a detective um, assigned to the gang felony assault section now. Um, throughout my career, I've been very, very fortunate to be in some great assignments, had some great opportunities, uh, was a school resource officer for three and a half years at mm. Jardine Middle School, back when we had middle school SROs. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, spent 15 and a half years in community policing between the East Bureau and the North Bureau. Mm-hmm. Um, was heavily involved in the creation of the uh, Plainview Activity Camp for Kids. Okay. Um, and getting to work with at-risk youth and trying to give them alternatives versus getting into the criminal justice system. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very blessed. Been, you know, lucky to get some of the assignments that I've gotten. Yeah. And we were we were just talking before we before we started hitting the record button, but you were a part of a, a kind of a big thing that happened um, about four or five years ago. We talked about where you helped a. Uh, present to a a kid that you had an impact on Mm -hmm. that he was going to be a father can you tell the community about that yeah probably in the top five of things that i've ever done in my career or life Mm -hmm. um i met francisco when he was about six years old at the plainview activity camp for kids Mm -hmm. um he kind of grew up around me um and uh you know teenage years we kind of grew apart a little bit yeah and then he reached back to me uh probably a year before the announcement or so mm-hmm. and asked me to escort him to his wedding oh wow. be a, a police escort for that uh so i got the privilege of doing that and i thought that was you know a great highlight mm-hmm. uh to be asked but then his wife uh asked me to uh conduct a car stop and announced to francisco that he was going to be a father yeah and uh-huh. yeah talk about a highlight yeah right the, awesome. um, it didn't go down how we all wanted it to <laughs> and, right. and yeah. you know the the way it all happened uh but actually uh the video is pretty funny he he got a little scared right. thought because, you know, he knows me. He gets out. He's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And uh, I kind of had to be a little stern with him and have mm-hmm. him get back in the vehicle. And he thought, oh, crap, what's up? He's like, right. oh, this is Officer Joe. Yeah, this, and, this is- and he's looking and addressing me out mm-hmm. the driver's side door. Um, 
and didn't see that his wife was holding up a onesie Mm -hmm. behind him that announced that he was going to be a father and i got to point towards that uh and then he broke down in tears right broke down in tears and lots of hugs and uh yeah, that's been about four years ago. The baby will be four. Wow, that's crazy. I say awesome, baby. Man. It's not baby anymore. Right, right. Yeah. but uh, yeah. be four years old in a couple of weeks. That's awesome. And you're still a part of the a part still of that part family. of the family. Been invited to the birthday party, um, and uh, the fact that made me think. He called me yesterday, and I was busy and couldn't answer. I need to return his phone <laughs> yeah, call. <right. laughs> And that, uh, and that's that's the community policing. That's just like what we sign up for as as cops, right? We mm-hmm, all want to yeah. have the car chase and arrest the really really bad bad guys. But the moment when we make that emotional connection, mm-hmm. I mean, this is somebody that's well into adulthood, but you've mm-hmm. been there since they were six, twenty years. Yeah, that's that's He's awesome. Twenty five, twenty six yeah. now, so twenty years, and still good friends. Yeah. And uh, again, I've been very fortunate in some of the things I've been able to do in this job. Yeah. Speaking of, and you've listed a lot of things that you've been fortunate. We know that one thing that you were completely unfortunate to do is that you have to work with Charlie Davidson now. Um, What's that like? I got to know. I really got stuck. Um, I begged. I pleaded. Right. Almost bribed supervisors trying to keep it from that. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, when you get ordered to do things, you you, you know. Do what your orders are. Got a grin and bear. Uh, So, no, it's actually been fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Charlie's doing a great job upstairs as a detective. um, And uh, it's not been as bad as I make it out to sound. Right. Will you tell him to come on the podcast sometime? Because he keeps keeps stiffing us when we ask. You know, he told me that if trevor macy was not in the room he might would do that well yeah. we can he's, make that happen no he is intimidating <laughs> yeah, no. we'll see what we can do maybe we can trick him there we go and uh thinking that he's doing you know getting an award or something yeah and we'll get him ah, on this podcast that's a good we can work on idea. something that is a little prank true. video we can work on it so you're part of another organization um, i am with um it's not really a part of the department but it affects the department um, in a sense so can you can you talk about that yeah uh i am the spokesperson for the honored versus foundation mm-hmm. the honored versus foundation is a nonprofit through our local fraternal order of police lodge five mm-hmm. um and the honored versus foundation's main uh, mission goal is to assist officers and their families in their time of need yeah whether that be injury uh sickness uh unfortunately you know in deputy kunzi's case we had a, a deputy uh, who was shot and killed in the line of duty yeah. uh stacy woodson yeah. who was killed in a motorcycle accident off duty yeah. mm-hmm. um but we are here to assist the officers their families uh, for any law enforcement in Central County, yeah, not just Wichita, right? Yeah. And we have a, a specific one that you guys are doing something for right now. Yes, um, mind talking about that, sharing that with us? Yeah, Officer Gum, um, who is a canine handler for our department, um, has been diagnosed with uh, esophageal cancer that has already spread to other organs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are doing some fundraisers to try and help Officer Gum, his family. Their life has been turned upside down in a very short time Mm -hmm. Um, and lots of different expenses and bringing family in and out. Um, Medical care, you know, yes, our health insurance covers a lot of it, but it doesn't cover it all. Um, Having to, at times, maybe live at the hospital Mm -hmm. um, and all of those. So lots of financial burdens. Uh, One of the goals, I guess the mission, you know, is to help. Uh, one of the goals is to relieve stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Honored Versus Foundation wants to relieve the stress of the officers and their families. Mm-hmm. And in this case, 
uh, co-workers, yeah. you know, right. knowing that things are being done yeah. so that when officers do go on duty, they're not concerned about that. They're not worried about that and thinking about that. They can focus on their job yeah. mm-hmm. um, and know that there's people behind them that are backing them uh, and supporting them in any way that they can. Yeah, most definitely. Um we just want everybody to know, too, and especially officers coming to his family, that they're not alone. We want Absolutely. Them, I mean, you guys do an amazing job mm-hmm. letting them know that you have the support of thousands and tens of thousands of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people behind you. So yes. you yes. worry about getting healthy, doing what you need to do um, and to fight that fight. So, well, And Officer Gum is, like I said, he's a canine handler for us. Mm-hmm. He's one of our instructors of it. Uh, but he's kind of unique in our efforts fundraiser wise mm-hmm. um gum is known nationwide yeah mm-hmm. as a canine handler yeah and has been a judge um in other organizations mm-hmm. uh he's been an instructor uh in different uh, conferences across the yep. united states so you know when you say thousands or hundreds of thousands literally you could be talking yeah. three to five times that yeah. yeah because he has uh people who look up to and respect him mm-hmm. and and care about him throughout the united states not yeah. just central county yeah right. and, and if you ever met officer gum he's a he will leave an impact on you i mean he's a, he's a character but he's a he's an extremely hard worker and um it's always been nice when he comes out to a scene and everything or assists on something but just talking to him in general and always uh, willing to take the time to explain to you yeah. why Yes, mm-hmm. he needs things a certain way or why his dog is reacting a yeah. certain way right. um, and not expecting everybody to know that. Yeah. And but he's more than just an officer. Yeah. He's a family man. Yes. You know, he's got a, a wife and kids and uh, his wife has expressed, you know, he's just as comfortable out hunting criminals as he is braiding his daughter's hair. Right. Uh, <laughs> and if you know gum, you don't you wouldn't think that when he's out there right, with his yeah. dog and and doing tracks. Um but he can put up a French braid pretty quick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's what I'm being told. Obviously yeah. it won't be happening here. Right. Yeah. But uh yeah. maybe one day. And his wife, she she um part of one of the posts that you guys put up, it details um, she has a message on there too, right? It's, I think. She does. She does. The um, So one of our fundraisers that we're doing through Honored Versus is t-shirts. Yes. Uh, you can purchase a t-shirt. Uh, they're available at www.cuffsvsaxes.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go on there and you can order. On the back of that t-shirt is a logo of a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter, one of his daughters actually designed that shirt and that logo. And then his wife, um, has done a handwritten letter about gum, but also what, why the bear is mm-hmm. on that shirt. Yeah. Um, and, uh, pretty touching. Yeah. Um, I didn't bring it with me and partially I didn't because every time I read it, I kind of get teary eyed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, I'm a big, you know, we're all, I'm a we're cop. All tough. not right. supposed yeah. to be yeah. doing you can't that. Be emotional. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I believe it's going to be available on the podcast. Yep, most definitely. And then we also have the, uh, the there's a, um, a scripture as well yes. on there. Um, and I think, I think that's awesome. I think right now is a time where a lot of people need faith, um, especially in this situation, and then to hold on to that. So, Agreed. Um, uh, a couple other fundraisers, if you don't mind. No, yeah. go ahead. A yeah. uh, couple in. other fundraisers on uh, August 20th. Uh, we are going to do a benefit dinner yes. for the Gum family. It would be held out at the Catholic Church in, uh, excuse me, Goddard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wagon Masters will be there. Oh, they wow. will be cooking for us. 
and I think we're getting some sides from uh, another local restaurant okay. uh, that are helping out. During the benefit, though, we will also be doing a live auction and a silent auction. Um, kind of simultaneously right. gets a little hectic yeah um and the whole goal of that benefit is to raise money yeah uh, for gum and for his family uh for whatever you know expenses that they have like we said earlier medical or family traveling in and out of town right. or whatever they need um so we encourage the public to come out Absolutely. to that uh there's a recommended uh ten dollar price for uh a plate yeah uh, but it's just a recommended so if you can't afford 10 you can afford eight that's fine yeah you know whatever you can do uh to help support him yeah and then there's a 5k okay that has been scheduled uh for saturday september 2nd that'll be labor day weekend mm-hmm. uh that will be start or that start pro- uh, point for that will be by the water walk yeah 455 south wichita okay. uh, and then the route of follow along the river there's information on the honored versus facebook page on how to sign up for that i okay. think it's on the wichita police page but that one may not be there yet you i don't think check. yeah we'll, yeah, we'll share we'll, it we'll but share it's it there yeah. um in future um there will be some more benefits fundraisers that are coming up those will be announced on the honored versus foundation yes. uh, page i don't know that we'll do a press conference mm-hmm. for each individual one yeah. uh, but they'll be announced on their page there's lots of ways for the community itself yeah. to help right yeah. um and uh you know the traditional is citizens call 911 and they mm-hmm. expect officers to come and help yeah we're calling 911 because we need the citizens help to help officer Dumb and his family right yeah definitely yeah. I saw um, a post last night that uh, hit home. It was, um, it, we would love to see Wichita, j- these shirts all over Wichita. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just to show support, just show, if you've, if you've had anybody in your family that's battled cancer, you know that fight that um, is, is, gets ahead of them. Mm-hmm. So just to show your support in any way would be awesome just to see these shirts, all different kinds of colors yeah. and everything, just all over the city would be amazing. You know, we did some shirts last year, uh, sold them when Officer Millard was yeah. shot. Uh, and I still see those shirts. Yeah. Uh, I know last year when all that happened, my oldest daughter had gone to a rodeo at the Pretty Prairie Rodeo mm-hmm. and was sending me pictures of a little kid running around out there in one of those shirts. That's wow. Awesome. You know, so yeah. it does. It makes a difference right. um, to us, yeah. but our own family. Yeah. They recognize it and go, wow, look. Yeah. You know, and try and get that back. Yeah. It's so, nice to see that support. It is. It is. All it, over. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I want to make sure I say we're very fortunate in Central County. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have a high amount of support uh, for our law enforcement. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're very, very appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times people want to help and mm-hmm. want to show support and don't know how. Yeah. Uh, and in times like these with Officer Gum or, you know, Officer Ballard being shot last year, et cetera, those are our times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, citizens can come out and help, and they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Greatly, greatly appreciate the citizens of Central County. Yeah. And I know it's, it's we every event we ever go to, no matter what it is, you know, people always ask, you know, how can we, we want this to get out? And the best way to get it out is just to share. Absolutely. I mean, every platform where this is on YouTube, this yeah. is, you're probably watching this because of a Facebook link you clink, clicked. So just share. Absolutely. Um, we're not trying to get views as far as like we want you to watch the podcast, but we want you to see this information today to be able to help this family. Yeah. Um, so share, like, do whatever you can to be able to push this information out um, quickly. And um, yeah. We got it all on the Facebook page, on the Wichita PD Facebook yeah. page. Uh, you can follow the Honored Versus Facebook page Correct. for all the updates. So, 
Uh, just make sure you're liking and following those pages for all the information. Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, um, since you are a guest on the podcast, we play a game. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> we play a game. It's a great um, game. I think er- my time's up. It's yeah. An easy <laughs> game. <laughs> so um, earlier this week, it was National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Okay. Okay. So in honor of that, we play a game called uh, One Has to Go. So we're going to give you four items. You got to choose one to go forever. Okay. Okay. So here you go. You get ice cream. One's got to go forever, either from Andy's, Brahms, Dairy Queen, or Cold Stone. Which one are you getting rid of forever? You want the honest answer? I always want, yeah. Straight yes. transparency, we want the honest answer. Being someone that's pre-diabetic, uh-huh. all four. Oh, oh, okay. Because okay. of blood sugars. He's, he's okay. getting rid of all of them. Let's go back to... But, but if, I, if I wasn't... <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've never had Andy's, so I'll throw Andy's. You've never had Andy's. It'll change. Diabetic. Oh, yeah. Diabetic. I, I have to I be careful. That. Okay. Um, I hear you. But so that would... I know it would change your life in a bad way for it, but we, if you weren't there, uh, Andy's is by far like oh, the best ice it's cream like It's like god tier ice cream yeah. like that's oh man that's yeah. and i love ice cream see love ice cream yeah but gotta watch the blood sugars and uh going through life with extremely high blood sugars is no fun i bet yeah, yeah. Um, I so that. i kind of have had to give that up for health reasons oh Makes well sense. this is a bad bad one for you i apologize on oh, that this one. was easy you didn't do <laughs> yeah. research All on four. your guest, chat. I did it right wasn't, wasn't yeah. near as bad i was right. able to surprise you guys what are you getting rid of chad dude i'm getting uh, Cold Stone. Cold Stone? Yeah, Cold Stone, man. Because it's, like, it's super expensive. And then, maybe not super expensive, but it's more expensive. Well, yeah, then, but yeah, it's man. good. But like Brahms, Dairy, Dairy Queen's like I love Brahms. I'm not getting rid of, or I'm getting rid of Dairy Queen. I don't like Dairy Dude, Queen. Dude, peanut butter parfait. Thank you. Yeah. No. Can't do that. Bro, it's just not No that. other place can you go no. either where you come up no. to the drive-thru with a, and get a blizzard and they're psh, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen wa- isn't even ice cream. What's what's the? It's like they call it a frozen treat. It's well, not technically considered ice cream. Well, technically neither is Andy's. It's frozen custard. But well, we put that but Andy's there. is. Oh, <laughs> Andy's is. Which legit, one is though. it at Dairy Queen? Because it's like the peanut butter parfait, but they also throw the pe- or actual peanut butter in it. I don't think I've oh, ever had uh, that. Mm. Mm. That sounds yeah. like one of those like royal my blood sugars are rising as I'm See? talking about it, though, right? <laughs> I think that's one of those like royal blizzards that they did where they would put like that's big guys. I remember when the when the brownie batter blizzard came out. Oh yeah, say that ten times fast. That's what I was That was like that was my go to as a child, and I think I overdid it on that, and yeah. that's why I just I can't do Dairy Queen. See, anymore. mine was always the peanut butter parfait. I turned my wife onto that. She had no idea about that. I've never had that. I'm sitting here just thinking, wow, that came out when you were a child, right? Because I was an adult <laughs> during brownie that batter blizzard when yeah. that came out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling old sitting over here. Uh, you're not old. Yeah. You're just experienced. Yeah, there we go. Well, there we, we appreciate we appreciate you being on the podcast, man. We know yeah. you're super busy, but especially to be able to come out here and um, be the spokesperson for the Honored Versus Foundation to be able to get this information. Yeah, we appreciate out. you guys having us. And uh, again, you know, right now we're doing everything we can to help Officer Gum and his family and yeah. show the support, show the love. And uh, so, thanks for having me. No, not a problem. We're gonna get a refill, and uh, we'll be right back, guys. Well, that was Detective Steve Gerald. That was. That was. Uh, it was. It was difficult, man, at times to um, push through that, man, because gum has had such a uh, an impact on on my career. I'm assuming so as, as a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that emotional side is is tough and 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 steve hit on it too man as cops man we're we always want to have that thick skin we don't want to show for everything that we see in, right. in the job but um this is a time i think where we need the public we want the public's help mm-hmm. to do anything and everything that you can in order to be able to um, help the gum family yeah um, but yeah that's such a tough situation for any family to be in and and mm-hmm. i'm glad that we have um folks like Steve in the, in the honored versus foundation who step up and, yeah. and help in those situations. Cause it really does make, make a difference in yeah. those, in those folks and even morale for the department just oh, to know absolutely. that, know that, um, people are stepping up and people are helping out. Um, cause and, that's what's really needed. Yeah. And, and he made a good point too. And we've, we've, we've talked about it on the podcast, but, uh, Wichita, Cedric County in general, you know, uh, we have amazing support oh, yeah. for law enforcement. I mean, just for the the little um, can you identify, there's multiple people. Right. You know, we get it. We've really seen the shift yeah. in our social media that just shows that we have so much support. Even when we get our hecklers and our, right. our, our trolls. You're always going to have your, yeah. your few people that that don't support. But I think the vast majority of people Absolutely. around here support us. Like, remember a couple of years ago when we were all on 12-hour shifts, yeah. seven days a week, and there was so much food brought oh, into the man. station. I right. didn't. I didn't have to buy a meal. Yeah. For that entire period of time, because yeah. people were bringing in snacks, food, water, and everything. like, uh, yeah, water, monsters. Yeah. Like everything. It was, it was amazing yeah. to see that many people just come out of nowhere yeah. and start, um, just you know, saying, "Hey, thank you." Yeah. And we appreciate and that. We, and we appreciate the support. Yeah, definitely. Always appreciate the support and um, anything you guys can do to help out the the Gum family. Um, please share this, not for us as a podcast, but to uh, just help the gum family out um, in any way possible. Uh, we would love to see those shirts everywhere around yeah. Wichita, Cedric County. Um, it would be amazing. So, yeah. um, you know what else is amazing? What when people send questions? Yes, to the podcast for us to answer. Yeah, we have some questions yeah. today, bro. I couldn't. We had so many questions this week. I couldn't fit them all in this little square that I have to fit them in. Did you have to enlarge the square? Yeah. I, not only that, but I did not. <laughs> I did not want to put it to like Times New Roman eight point font. Right. That would have been difficult trying to read. So, uh, you want to read some of the questions that we? Yeah. Got? So we got uh, first question comes from Denise. Um, she says, "Can you explain the difference between a promotion and a move to another department?" So, like a, a promotion, that would be more of like so. Uh, Trevor and I, we are both officers or patrol officers. Mm-hmm. I know we're not in patrol, but our, we're officers. Right. Um, if we were to get promoted, we would be promoted to detective. Correct. Um, so that would be a promotion. Uh, I came and Trevor came from patrol. I came from CP, and I moved into and we moved into public information. That mm-hmm. would be like a lateral change within the department. So it's yeah. not a promotion. It's not a pay raise or anything like that. It's a transfer. It's just a transfer. And, and you could. Tra- transfer from bureau to bureau yep. from assignment to assignment without ever getting promoted yep. you remain an officer really the only difference is the pay yeah like you get promoted you get a raise yeah when you don't get promoted you get paid the same and the cool thing with this department is that we also like um you we both came out and uh, went to patrol west we started out there right mm-hmm. um and then when before a new recruit class comes out we can say hey there, we have like shift bids and stuff where mm-hmm. we can put in for if we want to move or get better days off and stuff. Yeah. So you have that opportunity every six to nine months, it seems like. And then once that recruit class comes out and they finish field training, then you can you can move if you win those days. And you win right. by being just highest ID or if you put in for it nobody yeah. else did, then you get those days. So yeah. um, that's one thing I, I really like about 
the department. And you can move bureaus if you want to, like yeah. you said. So there's so much to do yeah. here, um, and there's something for everybody. So if you're considering, mm-hmm. we're hiring. Absolutely. Starting pay is like what twenty five dollars an hour now. Yeah, we're just under it. Just so, under that, but so. yeah, decent. Great. Decent pay, great benefits, great Absolutely. great coworkers. Yes. Um, you could you could work with Chad and I, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I don't know how. Up, yeah, I don't know how much better coworkers you could I get. Mean, that, that's true. That's Not a home run right there. Anything, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, another question, also from Denise. I'm assuming this is the same Denise. Yeah. Um, it's spelled the same. Yeah. What happens? Uh, it's directly related to that. It's just a follow up. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if your new role isn't a good fit? Um, well. I'll answer. Um, yeah, I mean, just kind of like we just said, you can yeah. always go to a different spot. Yeah, if you're if you're not feeling it. Yeah, but most most of the time, people put in for the new positions and stuff or, or new spots. You know, whether you want to, you know, go be a PIO or you want to transition into, um, you know, CP or something like that or an SRO. Once usually you put in that for that spot because you feel like it's going to be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. You've done your research and you're like, you know what, I think I'd be good at that. Um, but if you decide, Hey, this isn't for me, then you just wait until that next shift bid comes around or a new position comes up and, and you go from there. So Mm -hmm. that's usually how that works. Yeah. But, um, as far as if you promote and you'd go to a detective and you feel like that's not for you, can you demote? I think maybe you could, um, depending on if it's, you know, family issues or what's going on. I think that's always something that might be an op. I don't know. It's not. It's I've, on never, my pay grade, I've never. Yeah, seen anybody do that. But, but I think most of the people would just wait for that sergeant promotion, right? And put in for that. Yeah, but then what if they don't like being a sergeant either? You're gonna have to wait to see whatever. Maybe if you don't like being a sergeant quit, on the street, quit and then reapply, go maybe. through the academy again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, third question. There's no name name on this one. That one's from my man Anthony. Is that your cousin? That's my cousin. Okay, he, he he's always a, coming through. And I confirm. I talked to him this week. This weekend. He does continue to still only listen to our voices. Which crimes do you hate having to arrest or cite people for? So that's and conversely. So I'm like, which crimes do you like having to arrest people and cite right. people for? So I, that's that's a little tricky too. So it's like, I hate them all because I hate crime. Right. <clears throat> that's very. It's very valid. And I point. wish crimes weren't committed. Yeah. So I would say, um, it's it's kind of. I say I don't like. I don't like arresting people um, for driving on suspended, but at the mm-hmm. same time, um, I know that people still have to get to work, live their lives right. and stuff like that. Um, but we also want people to go do what you need to do in order to get your license right. valid. Um, work with programs that you need to work with in order to um, see what needs to happen. I mean, we have uh, Patrol West puts on Second Chance Thursdays, mm-hmm. you know, every 90 days to four months yeah um to be able to do that so um, but you also have people out there that kind of take advantage of um absolutely driving on suspension it's not because of fines it's because of other things that are going on right so you see those people with just a history of driving yeah. on suspended driving on suspended driving on suspended. yeah and they're and they're not going to work they're not taking their kids to school they're they're just out and about driving and stuff yeah. too so um the one that i i always didn't like to do was the uh the no driver's license in possession yeah when somebody has a driver's license but yeah. they just don't have it with them yeah and you have to give them a court date yeah i was like that's yeah that's a that's a jerk move yeah um i feel like but one that i do like um writing for because i think it's um extremely rude 
when they do that mm-hmm. um, is when people pass a school bus with a stop sign out. Yeah, don't do uh, that. Don't do that. Um, it's extremely dangerous. Um and it's like a $500 ticket. Yeah. So it's it's not like a power trip or nothing like that. So people don't come for me. Um, it's about educating. Your decision right here could have yeah. led to a child getting hit. Right. Um, you have to stop yeah. on both sides. Yeah. If there's a stop sign flashing on a school bus, you have to stop. Yeah. It's a stop sign. Unless, unless there is a solid median going in the middle of the road right. separating you. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of times like on... First, Meridian, right? Yeah. I would always come south on Meridian heading to drop uh, my kids off. And the school bus would always stop near, near a trailer park down there. And there would be people sometimes on my road. They're, the bus is going north and I'm going south. That would continue south just because the bus is like three lanes over. And I'm like, no, you have to stop there because um, anybody that has kids or been around kids know that kids can dart out in the middle of the street pretty quickly. And you have zero time to react, especially if you're going 40 miles an hour. Yeah. So that is one crime or one um, infraction that mm-hmm. I will always write a ticket for. Yeah. So, but yeah, you had a fun fact, traffic tip fact. Did you forget it? No, I remembered it. So we posted this on our Facebook page recently. Um, the number, uh, gosh dang it. Now I'm forgetting it. Oh man. That's no, it related tra- to motorcycles. Motorcycles. Oh yeah. So the number one cause of motorcycle accidents, do you know what that is? I want to guess inattentive. It's it's other drivers <coughs> failing to yield the right of way. Yes. Yeah. It's not typically the motorcycles. Yeah. Fault. So remember when you're out and about, especially in warmer weather, um, keep an eye out for motorcycles. Uh, motorcyclists, you got to drive defensively. You got to wear a helmet. Yeah. Um, there's really no reason not to. Yeah. Uh, your safety depends on it. You got to look out for other cars and other cars. You got to look out for motorcycles. It goes both ways. Yeah. Um, you know one place I remember always seeing accidents when I was on the street and taking accident reports? In the road. Um, yeah, 100% facts. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> is when you're leaving a private drive Oh. and somebody is turning in, right? So they're they're uh, you're going to go east and they're mm-hmm. coming to head in east and they have their turn signal on and they think that you think that they're going to go into that private drive. So but you they're exit not. and yeah. then bow, you hit them. Yeah. Man, I have since because of this job, I have since waited until that person fully commits because oh, yeah. that's the only way you know. Because when that person changes their mind last second mm-hmm. and stays, you're going to be at fault. Well, some people just drive forever with their turn signal on. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah. are you actually turning, or right. are you just did you just forget to turn it on? Exactly. Speaking of traffic things, my one of my favorite ones to cite for mm-hmm. is uh, is uh, failing to yield the right of way to like an ambulance. Oh, or bro, fire truck. Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't believe the number of people. Like if you just follow an ambulance, yeah, you can just see people not getting over for them, and they have to get it. Like, just get over. Yeah, or even like um, when we're running hot lights, lights and sirens to a, a call, mm-hmm. and we're on Kellogg. There's so many people that just they don't stay get out of the, the lane. Yeah, and I always, t- uh, I have like when I've done traffic stops, people don't pull over. Yeah, and they keep going, and then they then they finally pull over. And I'm like, well, I didn't know you know what to do when your no, lights you, turn on no, that's, and i was that's like, different they well, knew what and to i do. would ask them <laughs> i would ask them well like what would you do if it was an ambulance yeah and they were trying to get somewhere like, well i get over I'm yeah like, it's no different yeah like just I, get over i think what it is is um 
movies have changed it, right? Where you seen in Beverly Hills Cop, you saw Eddie Murphy like zigzagging through or right. Taggart and then zigzagging through traffic. We, we don't, don't do that. We don't want to do that. No. We just want to We just want to cruise Well, by. it's a safety reason yeah. because I don't want to zig when you zag and then right. we, we, we collide. Because we can't, you can't, you can't accurately predict what yeah. other drivers are going to do. Yeah. And that takes me back to the whole be aware thing with yeah. motorcycles and everything. You, you literally cannot predict other drivers because there's some there's some really bad drivers yep. out there so the best best thing to do is anytime you see lights and sirens or you hear the sirens and see the lights mm-hmm. just pull over to the right slowly and i've heard this too they say well i thought i should wait till a safe spot to pull over or pull off on the shoulder you know mm-hmm. i get that but at the same time the officers should be taking that into account yeah. when they initiate when you, the stop yeah. and they should initiate the stop when it's safe. Yeah. So as soon as you see those lights and sirens pull over, cause yeah. they may get, they may think you have other, other ideas other if you keep driving. Yeah. Cause there's been plenty of times off. where, um, a, a car continued and then I see a lot of mo- movement inside Yeah. and then we turn a couple blocks and before we know it, then they pull over or then yeah. people bail and it just takes that security. Right. Um, and awareness up for the officers. I so. chased the lady for like four blocks at 20 miles an hour right. yeah. and it turned out she just didn't know Where what to, to do yeah. or that she should pull over immediately. She wasn't, she was confused and, and it turned into, right. Like it was, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> well, speaking of funny, well, maybe not funny, but, uh, WPD fun facts. We got that. Fun fact. Is yeah. it funny or is it not? Well, I'll be I was, I was going fun. So, <laughs> and I think read. I got a picture today too. This is a blind read for me. We're I here because I, I don't yet. think I finished it. And I knew what I was talking about when I was typing it because I was kind of in a hurry. You just don't want me to see your spelling. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Because my sp- no, I have Grammarly, so my spelling isn't as <laughs> <laughs> so, uh So in 1990, <clears throat> Chief Rick Stone, uh, Rick Stone he wanted cool, to man. form a mounted unit for ceremonial and special events for the department. Okay. Um, but there would be no money and officers had to seek funding from private sources. Oh, wow. Uh, so what happened is also they wanted to, he wanted to be able to have the mounted unit trained and ready to go by Riverfest, which only led four months for them to get the animals, purchase them and train the officers. Wow. So this is a picture right here of our first mounted unit um that was led uh by lieutenant clark i believe if i remember that if i wrote that down oh it's on another page that's why i'm that's like i uh, had more information on kind of interesting it's only been around since 1990 right but lieutenant clark and officer jim pinnegar and i worked for pinnegar um, when i was out east really um they were the first instructors and then those officers that are on the horses were part of the first mounted unit team Very for cool. the department man so back in the day the entire department was a mounted unit well they were Huh? huh? What are you saying? They rode horses in oh, the back 1800s. In the day, day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's okay. I went, <laughs> that went way over my head, bro. Way uh, you were waiting for me to yeah. like. I was like, uh, okay. Wait, what? What are we talking about here? Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, just man. assuming because, you know, Wild Wild West days, they probably had a lot of horses. Wyatt Earp, you know, famous, yeah. famous lawman. But you're 1990. Ain't that when, were you born in 90? I was born in 91. See? I was just a little. Uh, you are younger than the mountain unit is old. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Does it make sense? <laughs> the department is also older. <laughs> I than mean, me. that's no, true. I mean. But it's kind of like you're, we're here on a Wednesday after the hol- after the weekend. Um, but yeah, bro, fun facts. And now we have Clydesdale horses and everything. Um, mounted unit, very popular, very popular in the department. Not only for officers, but for 
citizens as well who like to pet the horses down in Old Town and yeah. Riverfest. So, yep, very cool, man. Very, very awesome. cool. So, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, do please, it. guys, again, uh, reference Officer Gum and his family. Uh, please share this. Um, whether it's your Facebook post that you're seeing this on or you're watching this on YouTube, yep. um, please get this information out. There'll be a link um, to the um, Honor Adversus Foundation so that you, way you guys can be able to support Officer Gum and his family uh, during this time. Um, brother, our uh, thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. Um, you're not alone, man. Um, so, again, yep. we'll see you guys uh, next week. Peace. Bye.